Thank you for downloading this podcast from Abrupt Audio. You can find more episodes of this and many other podcasts at abruptaudio.com. Subscribe today to get the next episode automatically. Hello to your ears and welcome back to another episode of Pixel Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host this week, as always, Martin. Say hello. Hello, Ben, and hello, viewers. It's nice to be back for another nice topic. This episode, we're talking all about ransomware, the malicious virus that can take your computer hostage. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. Little Birdie tells me that you've had personal experiences with it. So before we talk about the improvements and how uh, it can be helped to make less of an impact on people's life in the future, uh, do you want to talk about your personal experience and uh, what you've learned maybe from that experience? Um, yeah, well, you know all about it, but obviously people don't. I do, but for the sake of the for listeners, the of the I'm others. pretending like I know nothing. Yes. Um, so pretty much, I think it's about, it must be a year odd ago, maybe a year and a half ago, um, I was doing, let's say, watching films legally, of course, you know. On, on my computer, it kept saying, you have to update. It kept coming up with this box, and I kept saying, no, no. And in the end, I just thought, well, f- screw it. Let's click yes. I want it out of the way. As soon as I clicked that box, I knew I messed up. That was the moment that I knew I messed up. Um, my... My screen went completely white, and I thought, I know what's going on now. I thought, is it restarting? Because you see, I'm not very tech-minded. I thought, it's only restarting or something. And then there it is, a police virus. And if you don't know what a police virus is, picture you looking at your screen on your laptop, and it'll be sort of like a white background, and it'll have a really odd policeman photo, and your webcam will come on, and it will say, your, like, whereabouts? And it said I was in... Derby at this point, which just wasn't true, but I was like, okay. And it will ask for money off you so it can unlock your laptop. And of course, sometimes you can pay money, and after like a day or so, they'll just relock your laptop and ask for more money. And that's what ransomware does. It basically holds your laptop ransom and preys on people who don't really understand what official updates or official warning screens actually look like. So they assume that being, and you know, why would they assume any different? Let's be honest, if we were in the, the you know, the nicest world, you know, if the internet was a lovely place, then any warning we'd see would be an official warning. But it relies on people who aren't that tech savvy or internet savvy, and they click a button, and the next thing they know, their computer is basically held hostage by whoever created the ransomware. So, often, the only way of being able to solve this is doing what I did, and completely restoring everything back to factory settings, because everything is either encrypted or locked up completely so that the minute you boot in, whether it's in safe mode or any other way, the minute you boot into that software, you're immediately brought up the screen. Stop you from doing anything before you pay up. And of course, as Martin said, paying actually isn't the end of it. They'll ask for more and more money and it will just never go on from there. So, No More Ransom is basically the result of collaboration with Kapersky, Dutch Police, Intel Security and others. It includes a downloadable tool to decrypt computers affected by common ransomware. Like I said earlier, computers get encrypted. The information is basically not available um, and only available to these people who have taken your computer ransom. It includes the CoinVault and BitCryptor families. So basically, um, for anyone who doesn't know, people who 
use Bitcoins, which is an online currency, to buy products and invest and things like that. They use Bitcryptors, things like that, to ensure that the currency is kept secure and safe and no one can get access to it. So it's it's already a well-used um, service and uh, is one of the best uh, out there. Uh, there's also a crypto sheriff section that lets users upload malware samples and a description to identify the type of ransomware affecting a system. And I think it's really important that communities do come together to help each other when it comes to things like this. Because I think a lot of people, the people who generally do get affected, and, you know, any innocent person get affected. You don't have to be, you know, a complete idiot to be caught out by this. It's easy enough, you know. It's one simple click, one wrong move, and you can find yourself in a lot of trouble. So I think it's nice to have a friendly uh, hand there just to give you some advice uh, from people who have maybe been through it before or from experts who deal with it every every single day. And I think it's, it's really, really nice. And uh, I think uh, you definitely might would have probably felt a lot better uh, having had someone like that to turn to uh, if I wasn't around uh, at all. Absolutely. I think there's no other answer than that, really. Because um, I luckily have my phone, which had the internet on, um, so I looked at that, tried to uh, try to sort it out like that. I thought, oh, it could be an easy fix, uh, but there was very little on it. And like I said, I'm not tech savvy whatsoever. So for me, when they're saying you've got to go through this file to the next, I'm thinking, what? What do you want? Or like, oh, you have to start it up in like reboot mode. So now that we have people coming together and helping one another to sort ransomware out, which is an absolute menace, it feels like, and an absolute horror to get rid of. Um, I think it's really good that people are coming together and helping one another out upon such a evil on the computers, I would say. In the first quarter of the year alone, this is a stat from Kapersky, apparently they blocked ransomware from 34,900 devices and detected more than 2,800 mobile ransomware Trojans. So it's not just happening on laptops, it is happening on mobile devices. Uh, more likely, you know, not for any hate reason, just because it is an open platform, more likely going to be affecting Android devices rather than any of the other operating systems out there at the moment. The worst time to have a heart attack is during a game of charades. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. So you're probably wondering, it's good us talking about it, but how can I avoid it? What can I do just to make sure if I do get caught out by this, that I at least have the best chance of keeping my precious, precious data. Really, the advice is very, very short. Back up your data regularly, keep your software up to date, especially antivirus. Use solid antivirus, don't cheap out or use like, you know, Tesco value antivirus. Get one that is got very good online reviews and ratings um, and is very well known and there are people around it that you know use it and have success with it. Also, if you can, go into your computer and show file extensions by default. If you don't know how to do this, Google it. It's very, very easy to find out. And, of course, trust no one. If any website is trying to lead you, apart from, obviously, the ones we know that are official, um, to, to to do something, just, just go away and find another way of going about it. If you're on a website and suddenly something comes up and says, you know, you need to update your Flash player, until this update, you know, you're infected by a virus. This is one of the more common ways of getting ransomware is actually by something saying, oh, you've got a virus and you need to click this to get rid of the virus, but actually you're clicking it to get the virus, which is the which is the, the funny thing. Obviously, it's not that funny, but um, it's a little bit, it's a, bit a little ironic. bit humorous. A little ironic. A bit ironic, yes. So, all I would say is, if you're unsure about anything, 
close whatever's in front of you and either go through your computer system and find out yourself. If you've got your own antivirus where you know where it is, go on that and have a look yourself. If, if, if something's telling you the virus, just ignore that and go and find out for yourself. Go into the application that you know you've installed. Or if it's a website that you're a bit unsure about, you've clicked a link and you think, actually, I'm not doing it on the official website for this. Just go to the official URL, you know, look at the top bar. Does it have the right spelling of the web address? Is it got the right extension? You know, is it instead of bbc.co.uk, is it like bbc.co.gb or .co.cc, for instance? These are all little tricks that are used sometimes. So at a quick glance, you don't notice it's the wrong one because your brain automatically fills in the blanks. So just make sure, be cautious. And honestly, I know some of you people out there like to view um, content illegally, but honestly, it's one of the biggest ways people get caught, especially if you're not internet savvy. So if you are someone that easily gets confused by this, honestly, it might be worth just staying off sites like that because a lot of them are geared towards getting something out of giving you free content. And often that is giving you the bad deal out of um, things like viruses and and other, other horrible, horrible um, infections, ransomware and things like that. So... That's that's kind of my like top tips. Martin, anything to share from your personal experience? Just don't be a Martin. Just don't be a Martin. Like you said, just know what you're doing and and how it could affect you. And and also so I'd say back up everything. That is probably the biggest thing I learned from that. And now I pretty much back up everything. So hopefully yeah. if my Don't learn from your own mistakes. Just preempt and do everything you can so when the day does come, if it does happen to you then at least you know you've done everything you could to make sure that you can get all your data back and that you're not completely lost without everything. If you think patience is a virtue, try surfing the net on a 14.4K dial-up connection. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pixel Podcast. We've enjoyed making it and we hope you've enjoyed listening. If you want to read more information about this episode, you can check out all the information on the Abrupt Audio website, abruptaudio.com forward slash pixel. This podcast is made and produced by Abrupt Audio. You can check out all their other podcasts on their website, abruptaudio.com. If you want to get involved with the conversation, don't forget you can follow us on social media. That is at Pixel Podcast. Don't forget also, if you want to take us with you on the go, you can check us out on the podcast app for iOS and on Stitcher for Android. And with that, I'd like to say thank you to Martin for joining us. Thank you very much. We'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Pixel Podcast. Thank you and good night. Or as they say in gamer speak, G-G-N-O-R-E.